welcome to Sassy Sewer Lion Boutique. I'm Tammy, and with me is Brad. Hello, hello. Notice we do not have Claire again this week. And Claire, where are you? Where are you, Claire? Yeah, I think her. Uh, I think she's taken a trip to the sewers, which I think we're all wanting to escape to at this point. Definitely. Um, and I mean, I think that's what she said. It sounded more like, "Hey, everybody!" <laughs> <laughs> well, I sewer. So I assume I that's why her internet is shitty, is because she's trying to connect from the sewers. Yeah, Claire. So, Claire, if you're in the sewer, you've got to, you've got to use the five G connection. Easy, yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, go go up to Catherine's place. She'll, I'm sure she'll let you in. She lets everyone in. Oh yeah, <laughs> that door's not even locked. No. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so unfortunately, um, Claire's terrible underground sewer connection is not letting her join us. Or if it does, she's time traveled and is way in our past. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's also that issue. Um, so with that, we are still going to plug along here and bring you quality fashion podcasting mm-hmm. uh, as we cover the episode Labyrinths. Um, if you have not listened to our other podcast, Absolutely True True Crime, I suggest you get on that and listen to our episode about mazes and monsters. Maybe there will be some parallels. Definitely some parallels. All right, let's start with 60-second summary. All right. I'm not going to bother with the the uh, Amazon-based device since Claire's not here and I don't have time to take her name out. So, Tammy, uh, heads or tails? <laughs> heads. <laughs> All right, flip a coin. Flipping, 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 flipping heads. God damn it. Even with the coins, I can't win. <laughs> well, sorry, Google is not your friend today. Uh, oh, what Tammy, else is new? Please take a moment to collect your thoughts. Think about what happened, if anything, in this episode. I don't even know. Uh, what people were doing. What they what they were wearing. What was their hair doing? Oh. <laughs> Yikes. Um, like, uh, what if these people got against kids? Uh, whatever you need to discuss this episode in as much detail as possible without going over one minute or ridiculously under, because then you would be a, um, a, um, a child kidnapping sewer dwelling chump. Oh my god. Yeah, it'd be terrible. A lot. Terrible thing to be. Um, and you'll be going in three, two, one, go. So, uh, I thought I hadn't really paid much attention to this episode, but turns out I did. It just had nothing happen. (laughs) And so I just assumed I was missing big chunks of it. Come to find out, I did not. Uh, basically you got some kids playing some D&D-like game. I'm assuming they're probably calling it something else. And then uh, one of them, I think, lives in Catherine's building or something and follows Catherine to the tunnels and is, like, really excited about it. Uh, and he even has a string, so he finds his way home. Um, Mouse, we know Mouse cut that fucking string. I don't know how that string got cut, but I know it was Mouse. Uh, so he can't find his way home. So then he has to go home, but... Uh, they basically tell him everything about the sewer and then say, hold the secret till the day you die, child who's 15 and is definitely going to eventually tell his friends. Um, but they let him go and that's really all that happened. <laughs> One minute, two seconds. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think I, I, think I start my clock like late or something. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, yeah, I, there's... 
that's it, right? Like nothing else. Nothing like, happens. Okay. Okay. Nothing. I, just... I. They lie to a kid. Uh. I. I well, I mean, there's also the, the whole situation of the miraculous uh, musicians, but um. <laughs> Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, they those, we'll they there. are talented. <laughs> They're t- talented yeah, musicians. Yeah, they are. So. All right, yeah. Um, so uh, Claire is not here to do fun facts. So I was starting to share with these guys. Mel sent um me the script. Thank you, thank you again so much. Like it's so great that you're able to send that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I truly, really appreciate it. Um. Yes. But what I found, and I did not get to read the whole script. So here's here's the way it goes, guys. I usually have the script and transcript, if I have both things available, open while I'm watching the episode. The transcript I just have purely in case I miss something on screen and I just want to see what they just said. Um, but I, it's really exactly what's happening in the episode, so I don't have to look at that too much. The script I use and I kind of go as the episode is going along and notice any changes or some, you know, they just, some flowery la- flowery language that they use when they're trying to talk about <laughs> the sewer, which is always a delight. Um, but in this case, I could not do that because the, cri- the script was so different than the episode <laughs> that I kept losing my place of where I was and what was happening. So I tried my best to kind of go through and not really pick out specific things in the script so much as I'm just going to kind of lay out some of the main storyline differences. So I could not find anywhere in the script where any of the sewer people other than like father and mouse were talking to Brian at all. So there was not scenes that I could find. And maybe if I go back and read the entire script again, maybe I can find them, but like just looking over it, I usually can pick them out pretty quickly. What scene it is not, not existent. And the reason I think that is, is because in the script, most of the time, like in this Brian, like he wanders the sewer for part of it. And his, like, he goes back home, he gets in an argument with his dad, and then he goes back to the sewer at the end. But in the script, right away, his dad is pretty much says that he's gone missing. And so there's a lot in the script of the cops starting to look in the sewer right away. So it's really a focus on Brian getting in the sewer. He talks to Mouse for forever in the script, loves people in the sewer, and wants to just live there right away. And so the episode is really more about people like the the police and all those people trying like basically keeping them away from the tunnels if at all possible because they're already starting to go down there most of the episode Hmm. whereas this was like two minutes of that maybe (laughs) like and um and it was a lot of vincent and father and, and mouse trying to keep brian down there while vincent and father try and talk brian into going back home because they know that, like, Brian being down there is bad because now everyone is looking into the sewers. Huh. So the, that's why, like, it was so hard because this is a, to me, this is a totally different story than what we saw. Yeah. So I don't know, I, I know I, I shared with Brad, I was like, I don't know if that makes this or the episode better or worse. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. I think both were very light on actual story plots. <laughs> So, Definitely. Um, 
but yeah, in fact, like even that conversation that Mouse ends up having with um, Brian saying like, hey, we have rules down here too, blah, 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 whatever. That's actually in the script. Vincent is actually having that conversation with Brian because Brian is spends a lot more time with Vincent and father. I mean, and that conversation struck me weird because it's like, it from what I see in this episode, it's not like he has trouble with rules as much as he has a trouble with a, a shitty father. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, and then we'll get there. so yeah, and then we also have like this whole thing. So Edward is the dad. So we also have the you know we get a lot more of the dad in the episode because he's the one kind of pushing for the police to find his mm-hmm. son. And then we have scenes where like Catherine is talking to Edward and saying, "Hey, you really should give your kid a break. He's really a good kid," and all this stuff. And Edward softening and being like, "Yeah, it's just been rough because me and his mom got a divorce and whatever." I'm kind of, like, playing more into that, which we got pretty much none of (laughs) in in the actual episode. So, yeah. So it's almost like this whole thing where Vincent and Father are working to get Brian to go back up to be a topsider again. (laughs) And and Catherine working on Edward, trying to keep the police as far far away from the tunnels as possible, and working with Edward to kind of convince him to basically be a better father to his son. So that way that they can have like a happy reunion at the end. So it's, to me, a completely different story than what we yeah, saw. Definitely. So it's I mean and, and it begins and ends the same way though. He begins with playing with his friends playing D D and ends with playing with his friends playing D D. Um so it's yeah, I don't know. It's very bizarre. There's a lot there's just so much more Edward and Catherine in this episode, um, in the script. Uh but yeah, so that huge, huge differences. Like usually it's a couple things here and there. No big deal. This week, massive, completely different episode. <laughs> Very bizarre. So, um, and I don't know what made them change their mind because I don't think that they really added a lot to the episode. No, uh, I, I, and it's, it's odd because there's so little to the episode yeah. that it, like, it just seems like. How, there's not enough there. Like how 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 would there how could it be different? Because there's just so little. Like how could you even move things around? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Um. Claire sent us her notes from below. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna try and read at least one of them. Is kind of a pre-episode note, which was Brian is played uh, by the kid that plays. Doug, Douglas Pembroke and Charles yes. in charge, um, but also Zach from Fern Goley and o- older brother Michael in Paul Rudd's favorite movie, Mac and Me. Yes. And I will add that Dan walked in while I was like watching the episode and he's like, hey, that kid is somebody. And I was like, I, I just kind of thought Dan would know him from Charles in charge. So that's what I told him. And then Dan like looked him up on IMBD, I, IMDb and he goes, no, that's the kid from Mac and Me. <laughs> I was like, of course, that's what you're going to know him from. So I apologize. I am so sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, all right. So, Brad, what was happening the day this episode aired? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Um, so much happening, guys. Um, it is Friday, January 20th, 1989. Um lot lot of classic films <laughs> um of course we all know uh three fugitives um which <laughs> Tammy I think we need to put this on the list for a Saturday movie uh because uh, 
This is a film uh, starring Nick Nolte, Martin Short, and a young girl named Sarah Rowlandorf. Oh, and James Earl Jones is also in it. So, what the uh, but the poster is uh, uh, Nick Nolte holding both Martin Short and this little girl. Three fugitives, you say? Yes. Okay. I'm- uh, looks fascinating. <laughs> um, also, we've got the movie Physical Evidence, starring Burt Reynolds and Teresa Russell. Um, oh. And American Rampage. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> starring Carrie Jane Thomas uh, Carrie Jane, oh, Carrie Jane, Thomas Elliot, and Troy Donahue. Um, oh, I got, I, wait, what does this poster say? Hold on, I gotta get closer. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, fuck. Um, in America, there is only one form of justice, ellipses. Oh, oh. And justice is another word for revenge. <laughs> Accurate, Why did they have to accurate, <laughs> Also, I, just like, I... I, I, I gotta I gotta send this to you because you just gotta see what this dude looks like. I like least intimidating action, like very realistic. Um, just in the fact that he looks like a little loser uh, with a gun. Um, oh god! But like not intimidating in the least. Oh. This little guy. Um. Oh, I should. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Say, pull it up here. See, look at little Troy Donahue. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, not intimidating at all. No, not the least. Like a little, <laughs> just like a little nerd with a gun. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. So uh, those are some movies that I'm sure we've all we've all seen. Um, um, also on this day, oh, 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 <laughs> criminal George Bush inaugurated his 41st uh, president. Oh wow! And Dan Quayle becomes a vice president. So oh, boy, wonderful time, wonderful time. Um, also, of course, it is, uh, not a lot. Um, e- yikes. Where's the, where's the, hmm. Okay, here we go. Um, top songs in the U.S., it's Phil Collins with two hearts. And of course, in the U.K., nothing but Kylie and Jason again, especially for you. Oh, oh Kylie. Kylie, Kylie, Kylie. Claire swears that she knows no Kylie's, but I think she does. Uh, yeah, impossible. I think she she's got Kylie blindness because there's so many Kylie's. It's just a given. <laughs> so yeah, Claire, you're wrong. Um, but more importantly, what was on TV this night, guys? We are in for some treats. So at the same time is this episode of Beauty and the Beast. Uh, we have the uh, Perfect Strangers episode, Crime Busters, um, in which, for the first time, we meet uh, Harriet Winslow's husband, Carl. Uh, <gasps> no! Yes! Yeah, yeah. So oh, this so is the, exciting! Yeah, so this is the beginning of the Family Matters universe. Um, nice! Uh, when Harriet's husband, Carl, a cop, tells Balky that he's doing something tonight at a bar, he tells him to keep it quiet. Larry thinks that he's going to make a big bust uh, Larry, Larry thinks he's going to make a big bust and tricks Balky into telling him where where it is so he can get the exclusive. What they don't know is that it's a surprise party. And when they get there, they see a public official there and think the man is corrupt and Carl's going to bust him. <laughs> sounds great. That sounds like a wonderful episode. I love that show. Oh, it's a great, great. Um, so, also... 
Um, the Full House episode was fogged in. So, okay. cool, whatever. <laughs> uh, Mr. Belvedere, uh, Anchors Away is the episode. Um, so, I I vaguely remember this episode. Um, the, hold up, let me get it here. Um, Skip Hollings becomes suicidal when George becomes Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> Best wow. description, great description, very upsetting. Um... So also, um, on NBC at the same time, Father Dowling Mysteries, The Missing Body Mystery. What the hell? <laughs> um, a mysterious man dies in Frank's confessional. Frank calls the police, but when they arrive, the body is gone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yikes. What a mystery. Um, also, um, also on this night, um, there was a BBC show on Channel 4... Called and I wish Claire was here to explain this. The Groovy Fellers episode. No. The episode. <laughs> yeah, the episode. Never work with children. Animals are Martians. Uh, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Here's a description of the Groovy Fellers. <clears throat> An eccentric documentarian encounters a naked Martian and decides to show him around London. Oh, God. God, that sounds terrible. Yeah, that's... Oh, hey, um... Like, like painful. Oh, Claire, Painfully what's up sorry. with your country? Like, what is up? <laughs> First of all, everyone is named Kylie, and now we've got naked aliens? Yeah. I uh, just... I don't understand what's happening. Everybody, put clothes on. <laughs> put <Yeah>. clothes on. <laughs> and that includes shoes. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Anything else, Brad? Um, no, that's all the things. All right, then uh, let's move on to what Josie was disturbed by this episode. Yes, Josie watched. She actually put her phone call off to watch uh, Beauty and the Beast. So so we got Vincent's mouth, Mm -hmm. always and forever. How awkward Brian is. Brian creeping on Catherine. The fact that the kid refers to himself as Prince Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she actually, when we were watching it, she's like, it's just an episode of Losers. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that's my kid. Uh, the fact that Mouse thinks people miss him when he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, putting a lot of pressure on the child to keep the tunnels a secret. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty disturbing. Vincent and Catherine looking into each other's eyes. Holy shit. At the end of the episode. Hmm. I will say, uh, spoiler alert for my notes for that last scene with Catherine and Vincent, I wrote in all capitals, KISS ALREADY! This is ridiculous! (laughs) So, I just, I cannot. Just kiss already. This is so silly. Like, (laughs) Well, Catherine needs to learn how to speak like a human first, so uh, we'll get to that last scene. Oh, yeah! Uh, I wrote down that line too. Some secrets give us strength. I mean, what's up? <laughs> you know who talks weird but is amazing at it is Moira from Schitt's Creek. Okay, yes. <laughs> like <laughs> she she has her own language and it is beautiful. Catherine, <laughs> you can't do it, so please stop. <laughs> All right, Vincent, uh, Vincent, <laughs> in the sewers. <laughs> Oh, that show. I'm, oh, love it. I cannot wait to re- rewatch it. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started in this episode. 
Uh, so, you know, we start off, obviously, there's a secret place. <laughs> we get all the Catherine smiling at the tunnels. All our favorite things. So good. Um, and then we get into D&D world right away. Ooh, now we are. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. And I I was like, we just watched this because we didn't hate some monsters. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you felt, but I felt like this beginning scene went on forever. Yeah, definitely. Like, it was a story unto itself. And maybe if I were into it, like, <laughs> I would have loved it. Um, but it is just four kids really getting into this game. And it went on. I, I felt like it went on for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it did go on for over a minute, that scene. Uh, I think two minutes, maybe. So that's too long for a scene of kids playing D&D. <laughs> These other uh, kids look familiar too. I'm like, I'm trying to see if they're from anything, and I uh, that one kid definitely. I can't. I don't know what, but there, there is like the one, the more talkative friend. I think that's definitely in stuff, but I couldn't. Yeah. I, I did not have the opportunity to look it up. Um, and then we get a scene with Brian and his dad, and I think I was still just zoned out from the scene before, so I don't even really know. Um, how about Lance from the pack? the hell is the pack uh, episode gonna... of buffy the vampire slayer <gasps> oh my god <laughs> i love that episode yeah it's when xander gets super rapey and every episode after that i never forgot <laughs> and everyone else wanted to act like they did and i'm like yeah i can nope nope xander's not a good guy <laughs> guys <Yeah. laughs> he was definitely gonna rape her so that's a problem and I, I love that show, and I just I can't forgive that. It was not good. Especially when you find out he knew what he was doing the whole time. Anyway, this is not Buffy Podcast. Let's go. <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> um, all right. So then we got Catherine, who is listening to voicemails and just turning down things left and right. Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing um, that. But you know what she is doing? She's got her goddamn shoes on the bed. <laughs> yeah, she does. Ugh. It's the only time not to wear shoes, right, Brad? <laughs> yeah, like, listen, I, I strong rules, you have to keep shoes on at all times. When you take your shoes off, you sit down on your bed, and you remove your shoes, and then you put your feet on the bed. Like, those are the rules. You cannot have shoes yeah. on the bed. Yeah, because then that kind of is, like, against the point of wearing shoes. Yeah. Um. Oh, and he, she had also passed Brian, by the way, who was, like, checking her out. <laughs> Which, fine. You know what? He's like 15 or something, and she's no. very attractive, so I get Definitely. that. Definitely, sure. Um, I Her outfit just screams like 80s to me, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like late 80s, early 90s, like this big top, like this was apparently her running outfit, I don't yeah. even know, um, but there's this big top, sweatpants, and the socks over the sweatpants. Oh, yeah. I was like, Wow. Um, but yeah, uh, then she gets to see her, her love, Vincent, and, um, he invites her to go listen to the children's music recital. Well, he invites her to witness a miracle. (laughs) 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 Like, (laughs) Jesus Vincent has come down. (laughs) I mean, this is insane. 
Catherine, I want I want to invite you to witness a miracle. You must come to the sewers with me. And she's like, wait, what the fuck's happening? So, uh, there's a bunch of kids that wanted to perform at Winterfest, and we said, no, you're not good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys sucked. Um, we don't think you're ready for this. This is kind of a big deal for us, and we don't want you to fuck it up. The kids, for some reason, uh, got pissed off about this and have been practicing ever since. And now we're like, you motherfuckers don't think we're good enough. We're going to show you. And they are, guys. These kids are brilliant musicians. <laughs> like, this is wild. Because this all, this, I just love that they were like, kids, you're just not good enough to perform at Winterfest. <laughs> uh, Winterfest, which is like our most important celebration, when, in which all of our friends and helpers get together and yes. share in community, you're not good enough. <laughs> Like, I feel like, because, like, it's such a big deal for them and their world. Uh, you think, like, it would be one of those cute little things. Like, we bring the kids out and they all, yeah. they all do a little performance. If it's not great, hey, we support them because they're kids. I mean, it would have made more sense if the story was they weren't able to because of everything that happened at Winterfest. I mean, they were looking for a bomb at Winterfest. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? So, so like, if they said they weren't able to perform because of the night of Winterfest, we had all those crazy things happen, that would be okay. <laughs> I mean, that goddamn filthy magician was good enough to perform at Winterfest. Uh, well, but these kids I don't are think not. they asked him to perform. He was forcing his magic on people. That's true. That's true. Uh, that was some real street magic uh, situation going on. Uh, but like, I just love the, like, no kids. You're not allowed. You're not good enough. And like the kids took such umbrage that they're like, we, they organized, they fucking organized their own little uh, musicians union and said, fuck (laughs) y'all, we're having a concert. The kids unionized. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I love it. Uh, It's so, it's in, and I just love the Vince's like, it's a miracle. (laughs) Like they used to suck. Uh, like they, that's they some hyper. That is a weird way to invite your girlfriend to watch a child's uh, concert. So you know what I got out of this scene is it seems to me like Catherine puts off everything else in her life and doesn't do anything unless it has to do with this, and that made me sad. <laughs> yeah, I just felt real sad in the scene because she was so excited to be invited to see yeah. these kids and after you know i know some of i think some of the voicemails were like work voicemails or some bullshit or whatever her but dentist like, yeah and her dentist and like but like she just made it seem like mm, here's some voicemails from some f- people i don't even care to listen to yeah. <laughs> like everything was so like meh don't feel like doing that mm, no thank you and so like when this happened i was like oh she just puts off her entire life to well- I mean, hope to be in, hope to be invited to the sewer because it's you not know like she, she maybe, can go. Maybe if her her lameo non sewer dwelling friends would call her up and be like, "Hey, Catherine, uh, we'd like to invite you to a miracle. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sally's in town, and we're all gonna go to dinner." <laughs> She's like, "Oh, a miracle! Mm, wonderful." Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just put some more things into perspective in this show oh, for definitely. me. I'm just like, uh and I don't know. Just how they've made Catherine's character in a lot of ways. It's, yeah. Um, so, yeah, because some of her lines that she says later on bothered me so much. So we'll we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, so anyway, she's she's going to go do that. And then we got Little Creek Brian. 
<laughs> just just being a creep. Oh yeah. Because I feel like there's a difference between being like a 15 year old boy and being a creep, and I think he's crossed that line. Oh I think, yeah, for me, most definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Catherine is all dressed up. Is she? <laughs> is that what you call that? So. Before we even get down there, this is when he's following her, uh-huh. like a weirdo, like a stalker. It's so weird that <laughs> he's following her. This, so we don't even see the outfit yet, because that is a whole other discussion. <laughs> Correct. There's two uh, important discussions that be had, and that is one of them. Uh, but already, this long white coat, and because when she was walking, I was like, are those like just big pants? Like, what is that coming mm-hmm. out of her coat? And, uh, oh, yeah. which is... You know, and then her hair, obviously. Her hair. We already got to see all the crimping. It's so bad. Like, it is shockingly bad. Yeah. I mean, look, I I had a crimper back in the day. I know. It's not good. (laughs) It's not good. It's also not good for your hair to be crimping. Can't be. Can't be. Because it's it's heating your hair so it shapes that way. (laughs) Like, it's not good. It's not good. Um, Claire did have a note about Catherine over crimping her hair again. (laughs) So, notice that as well. I'm going to interject whatever I can of what uh, Claire sent over. Um, Brian sees the tunnels, and immediately I was back in Mazes and Monsters. He's so excited about this just tunnel system, which I was like, I mean, you have to think. I assume there's a sewer system every city you go to. (laughs) Um, But I guess maybe seeing Catherine walk down there really like... Threw him off. We get a lot of voiceovers as he's walking around. A lot of Prince Brian and, you know, having an adventure and all this. Um, I will say that this is something that does happen in the script as well. And you get even more voiceovers. So if you like these, go read the script because there's a shit ton. Oof. Yep. Yikes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he even brings his friends down and they're like, ooh, no thank you. <laughs> Uh, and they leave him <laughs> as true friends do. <laughs> I mean, if your friends tried to take you into a sewer, like, wouldn't you be like, hey, guys, I think I'm good. Yeah, yeah no thanks. Oh, cool. Like, you guys have fun with that if that's what you're into. Yeah. And this whole idea where he just ties a string and says, all right, I'm off. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess what else do you do but... Like, how much string do you have? Like, that's... That's a great question. Also, uh, uh, like, why is it trailing behind? You think you would pull it taut to make sure that it's still connected and everything, and, like, a a rat's not chewing through it. Or a mouse. Oh, yeah. Or a mouse. (laughs) You know, or or even just, like, you know, getting caught on something. Yeah. You know, like... Because that could happen with all the rocks everywhere, because you're in a tunnel underground sewer place. Um, so he's wandering around, and while he's wandering around, we see all of Catherine's outfit. <laughs> uh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Brad, what would what would you like to say about this outfit? <laughs> I. What I'd like to say is that uh, this is a crime. This outfit is criminal. It cannot be allowed. It's like, I, I, it, I'm i really torn between what is worse, the outfit or the hair. Because it's 
It's a lot. It's a lot to yeah. take in. Um, the the whole the belt situation especially is confounding to me. I don't understand what it is. I don't get it. I, I no. Is it like just also, two piece of fabric over the belt? Like is it is the belt loop through that? I don't. Uh, I don't know. It's the shoulder pads in the the blousiness of it, and it's a pleated knit top <laughs> it's like a sweater top but it's pleated yeah and then i also for the for a while i just thought that they used um threading like it was a fabric that had glittery threading mm-hmm. because that's a thing but no 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 oh, it's no. like little balls or something yeah, that are a, glittering yeah, it's like little sequins or something yeah yeah but they're but they're ball shaped. They're not even yeah. sequin shaped. No, they're true. little balls because we oh. see a close up later. And I'm just like I don't I don't know what this is. I don't I don't know how they're glittering. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, no. So it's it's, it's yeah. It's not really glitter. It's they are, but I don't know how. I don't I, I don't know how. It's, this is truly one for the ages. <laughs> like, what would this outfit be appropriate to wear? Yeah, yeah. Like to what to what circumstance would you wear this? Yeah, but I will say so. I'm I have um, paused at 14 minutes 40 seconds so I can kind of get like a a good look at her top and everything. Mm-hmm. But that shot of her and Vincent in their outfits, just uh-huh. like looking over, I'm like, this should be the, the picture to explain all of Beauty and the Beast to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like she, maybe her outfit is to make his, like, sewer wear not look so weird. Oh, God. He usually actually has better sewer wear than this. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. This is so patchy. Can we, I, I mean, I know that, yeah, let's talk about his rig out for a second. Because what I'm noticing is the belt situation that's yes. made of three cords attached to, like, a carabiner or something. <laughs> I like <laughs> And is that actually attached to that bigger section of belt? Um no, because I think that that basically the cummerbund section of his outfit, I think that's I think that's ta- attached to the outfit. Oh jeez. Like, I think that's all one thing. I don't think it's like a separate cummerbund situation. I mean I could be wrong. That all could be like one belt cummerbund thing. There's I mean, it's so hard to tell where one garment ends and another begins <laughs> in this world. Um I, but yeah. I mean, and again, her hair, it makes her look more like a lion than him. Yeah, yes, yeah, she is definitely trying to outdo him yeah, with the hair. She's, she's got, like, the hair of the cowardly lion from Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So weird. I just... Um, oof. But we do have the kids playing, um, and they are excellent. They're excellent. Amazing, I don't know why they yeah. didn't ha- I don't know why they didn't have these kids before. No. It's like you guys are a bunch of fucked up people. You didn't let so these awful. children that were amazing perform, but you let magic guy walk around. <laughs> it is insane. Like I, lo- I like there is no way that like the way that Vincent tries to explain it is like uh, they were so upset by us tur- turning them down that they worked really hard and got amazing. Um no, I don't think so. Like no. these kids were definitely good. like it's not like they're playing like you know like she'll be coming around the mountain these kids are playing like classical music like yeah yeah like no this is this is and perfectly real. like yeah, just it's, 
Oh, I, I, I just love, I love it. I love, I love everything about that scenario. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just, it's so much. It's so much taken. And, and you know, they should know that these kids can play music because they've always had music teachers around. Yeah. Like, the last one threatened to throw a kid off the bridge <laughs> if he didn't practice. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um... Claire had for her notes on this scene was father looks bored as hell during the children's music recital. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably like, my records are better. (laughs) He's like, oh, I told them I didn't want them to play and they're playing. I hate it when I'm proven wrong. (laughs) So we got a lot more of Brian walking around and then um, we see that uh, creepy mouse is like looking at him <laughs> through a little hole. I mean, so, I, for, for whatever reason, I didn't recognize it was Mouse at first looking through the hole until he pops out later. I was like, who's this fucking creep uh, peeping <laughs> on this kid? And I'm like, of course it's Mouse. Yeah, I, well, it was funny because I'm, I, you know, I'm watching it with Josie and I was like, oh, I hope for Brian's sake he doesn't run into Mouse. <laughs> like, <right laughs> around, and that's exactly what fucking happened. Yeah. Um, so, but... Since Mouse is the only one out and about while these kids are doing their recital, he has to have been the one that cut Brian's string, right? I would assume. Because, you know, it's not like anyone ever says anything about this kid's string being cut. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and he, he tries. He's just trying to go back the way he came. And yeah, no, no good. Yeah. And then Mouse pops out of a fucking hole after catching Brian in a net. Why? Why is this a setup? <laughs> this no. seems not safe. <laughs> no, and he's a me- and like I mean, obviously Mouse is a monster. We've discussed many times, but like he's immediately like we've ca- you're captured now. I'm like, um, excuse me, captured? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, it is very aggressive. Yeah, and and I like that Brian tries to you know, like, take care of himself and kind of attacks Mouse. Um, Claire's note is, Brian bites Mouse and stamps on Mouse's toe because Mouse is the worst and his hair is somehow even worse than what we saw last time. Oh, well, at least this means one less Mouse episode to go. (laughs) Yes. I am worried, though, that Brian, uh, by biting Mouse, he may may have caught something. (laughs) So, I was thinking poor brian so he bites this guy runs away thinks he's escaped now goes and sees a sewer full of children playing classical music i'm like he must think he got drugged like he must think he got drugged because i would oh yeah oh and then he runs into a lion man (laughs) yeah yeah none of it none of it good um but he also notices Catherine's down there yeah and then, yes, he runs into Vincent and father and everyone. And they are all like, I guess we'll have to kill him. <laughs> it is so wild. <laughs> At least that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, if somebody, if you catch somebody down there and like they're doing something suspicious, but if you catch a kid that's just lost, um, how about you calm the fuck down? Yeah. Yeah. And not send your lion after him right away. <laughs> yeah. Like, they didn't, during uh, that one episode, um, a couple episodes back, the uh, where the chick gave birth down in the sewer. It's like, they didn't have her meet Vincent right away. <laughs> yeah. Because they didn't want to freak her out. But this kid, they send Vincent over there. 
Um, can I tell you what my favorite thing about everybody confronting um, him immediately is? Um, this also happens during the concert, which means during the concert, like Mouse snuck in and was like, and like probably just going up to like, hey, uh, there's a dude, there's a kid down here. Uh, what are we, we got to do something. And that means, and then all of the important people in the sewer community oh, just yeah. le- walked away from the concert while the kids are still playing. Those kids, they can't catch a fucking break. So these kids that have been told they're not good enough um, formed a union, um, <laughs> set up a concert, um, were like playing awesomely, and then everybody walks out on them. Now, now, does this give you like hope for the future of the sewer people, though, Brad? Seeing Absolutely. how industrious these children are. <laughs> Absolutely. I think there's some dissension in the ranks, and I like it. I like it. I I think Laura going off on father uh, in that episode has really stirred the pot. I think is what's happening. The seed has been planted to overthrow the cult. (laughs) Um, So in this scene, we find out that Brian was uh, following Catherine. And this is the part I wanted to punch something or someone. um, Because Catherine said, oh, this is my fault. It's like, no, no, it's not. And the look father gave, he he's like, it's God damn it. It, it is your fault. Fucking Catherine. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Why are you here? But how is she supposed to know some random child she's talked to once in her apartment building would have followed her? Yeah. And she went through like, it's not even like she used the tunnels and the fraggle hole, I don't think, in her building. She, oh, like, no, left she the did. building. Oh, is that what she did? She yeah. Left the okay. But it's like, she went so deep, so far, so fast. Yeah, and it's, he didn't follow her all the way there. He found he followed her to the fraggle hole, and then he wandered around until he found it. Yeah. So, it's not like, he, like None anybody- of this is her yeah, fault. No, not at all. But she says it is. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it's not, and stop making them make you feel like it is, because it's not. No. Yeah. They're going to kill this kid that, you know, if you don't stop it, that could be on you. But, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but up to this point, it's not your fault. And it made me so mad. But it also gave me uh, these this scene where father gets to look at Catherine and hate her a little more. Oh, I, like the constant, like uh, the tension going on. Because it's like... The father's default is I hate Catherine. And every few episodes, like, something's like, ah, oh, all right. Uh, you know, she's one of us. All right. She's done so much for us. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, I really respect you. And then it's always, ah, but I really don't like you. No, no. It's great. Great. Because even, oh, what is this? Like, let me, let me rewind it just a little bit. So when they are talking to Brian and, um, well, not talking to him, I guess freaking out over him. And Catherine says, uh, you know, sorry, this is my fault. I didn't know, blah, blah, blah. And he's giving them orders. At 2136, 37, Vincent grabs Brian to walk out, like, you know, grabs by the arm to walk out. And father, they have to walk past father. Father stays staring at Catherine the entire time (laughs) as they walk out because it's like, it's your fucking fault. It's your fucking fault. It's so, like, blatant. (laughs) And I don't know if that was an actor's choice to do this or what. I want to know, actor who played father, did you just act as if you hated Catherine the whole time, even though those are not always the lines they gave yeah. you. <laughs> I need to understand God, this. So good. So good. Yeah. Um, most of my notes after that are, they're definitely going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, they don't know what to do with him. Well, because uh, they, they basically put him in, like, a prison cell, like... Yeah. ...to await judgment. So he's just, like, locked up. Like, what is going on? Yeah. And we're seeing more of Catherine's outfit, and I still can't figure it out. Oh, uh, it's... It's like... It's like she's... It's like an I want an outfit that I can uh, wear to the roller disco, but also uh, present an award uh, to uh, the uh, best uh, co-op grocery store in Hippie Land. Yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> it's like two different outfits, and both of them would be bad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um. So she goes and talks to uh, Brian separately, and. Is and poor Brian is just like I just want to go home. Like just let me leave. <laughs> and Catherine's like, oh yeah, we can't. Sorry. <laughs> it's so crazy. I really was unsure of what they were gonna do because I was just like, well, they can't let him go because he'll go and tell them right away that not only is there people living under the sewer, but they're dangerous and they haven't captured me. <laughs> they cap- they captured me. Like yeah. So Catherine, um, as everyone is arguing, Catherine barges in in a meeting she's not invited to, by the way, <laughs> which is the council meeting. And she comes in and I guess it's, it's her idea, theoretically. I, well, because they're all like, uh, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, and yeah. like, because the one guy's like, uh, we should scare the fuck out of him. So he won't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, uh, hey, he met a lion man in the sewer. I think case closed. Already done that. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're trying to do. And they're like, oh, well, we can't let him reveal our secrets. I'm like, so are you, you guys are thinking, like, killing him is definitely on the table. Like, I, yeah. Like, it's either, all right, do we keep him imprisoned forever? Or do we kill him? Or, I don't know, maybe we try to uh, bonk him on the head and see if we can erase his memory? Yeah. And Mouse <laughs> wants him to stay and be his best friend forever. It's Ugh. real weird. Ugh. It's real weird. <laughs> he can be my new raccoon. Yeah. And at during this, by the way, at 2345, there is a candle holder on the table that is like a little um cannon thing. <laughs> oh, hold up, I'm almost there. <laughs> but it's a candle holder. It's very bizarre. Hmm. Oh. Oh, oh that is <laughs> Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that before in no, this episode, that's like in the show. But it's I like mean, a cannon with a candle yeah. thing. I don't. I mean, obviously, I grew up in Tennessee. Uh, yeah, I was true. forced to go to a lot of Civil War battlefield gift shops. Oh, God um, damn. Um, and there was a, basically anything with a cannon um, was was sold pretty regularly. I think I may have had a cannon pencil sharpener. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, definitely never saw a cannon candle holder though. Yeah, well, now you've seen it, and now if you'd like, I'm sure it's on eBay. So oh, click, 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 order by now. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, I don't like. I know Pascal has this like baton thing because he bangs on the pipes all the time, mm-hmm. but I don't like the way he points it at people when he's talking. No. <laughs> like you don't have to have that with you all the time. You just you know you just don't have to. But yeah, so Catherine is like, hey, um, maybe we should find a better way to deal with this. Yeah. And there, so I know, think he's a good kid. He's a child. Like, yeah, yeah. And father's like, get the fuck out of here, Catherine. <laughs> uh, you guys know this is kidnapping, right? You, you've kidnapped a child. Yeah. I don't know what's up with father's top either. It's like all roughly around his yeah. collar, but loose. It is. I mean, 
It's like kooky day in wardrobe. Like Yeah, yeah. I guess They're just uh, throwing huh. everything together. We break out all the, the, the really wacky stuff uh for the George R. R. make believe scripts. Yeah. There is, by the way, no no transition to all of a oh. sudden we have an old man telling uh, Brian yeah. stories. Uh, before we <laughs> I just want to point out okay. also uh Vincent's um I, I don't even I don't know is it, I don't even call it it's undershirt or whatever the thi- what he's on his arms it looks yeah. like doilies it's a very knit lace looking oh he's got doily like, sleeves he's got doily sleeves you know how it goes sometimes she's got wear some doily sleeves yeah. oh my god yeah it's it's very it's like a loose knit sweater that he's wearing oh, very very bizarre like I would really love to see like. When they're putting costumes for this show together, like, I, I just, I, that, listen, we don't do, like, interviews and all that shit with no, people from no, TV no, shows, no. but I would love to talk to the people involved in the regular, everyday costume design for this show. Yeah, I mean, I would think you just go to thrift store and, like, ransack sweaters. <laughs> like, I don't know, and, like, just... Because, like, it, it's very, it's very elaborate, like, the things they're doing yeah. to make this stuff. It's certainly a style. It's a uniform costume style. Oh, yeah. Someone in in the costume department drew this shit up. Yeah. And had little, like, you know, fabric squares. And so there's... you see what they meant. Like... And there's certainly, like, a document somewhere where they're like, uh... Yeah, this this is in in the style guide. Uh, this is not. Yeah, there you can do this, is. but you can't do this. Like, de- I, I want to see what the what the new costume person orientation packet looks like. Oh, jeez. Yeah, because because it they're all crazy, but they all have a certain color palette. They all have definitely specific fabrics that they use for these outfits. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, it's an it's it's more put together than some TV shows that do period quote unquote period piece TV shows. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like because no, some of is. those shows, I'm like, there's no way that outfit would be in that time frame. <laughs> I, the the costume, like, well, and, and this is almost always the case. Um, the costume is much more thought out than any other part of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's generally how costumers work in in general. Yeah. But. Like, this one to uh, a real high extent. Yeah. Which I appreciate, even mm-hmm. though they're all real wacky. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah. I, there's no transition. All of a sudden, we just have an old man talking to Brian who I, looks super bored. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, who is this? I was like, oh. I have no fucking clue who this guy so, is. So, right, we're Yeah, because it's, it's so... Uh, it's such a shock. I was like, oh, we're just having people tell their sewer stories. Cool. Yeah. And I was like, oh, did we just go for, like, the most sympathetic, like, person? Like, oh, uh, we definitely want to get you in the heartstrings with this old man. It's like, oh, no, we're going to get everybody. But we're just starting yeah. with this old man. It's like, listen, uh, the, I was in, I was living, I was a topsider once. Uh, but uh, I'm old and everyone was like, fuck you, old man. Nobody wanted me. They just were waiting for me to die. <laughs> Yeah, so that story is being told, and by the way, you, myself, and Claire pretty much have the same thought process with this old man. My thought, my note was, this little old man is supposed to change this guy, this kid's mind, and Claire's was, because I think all of us thought it was just this old guy that was going to talk, yeah. and Claire says, why is this old man talking about being old, Brian? 
<laughs> so, um, but yeah, so we're watching it and, you know, he talks about, he tells the story, like you said, about, you know, being old and nobody caring about him or whatever. And Josie turns to me and she goes, that's not how old people are all treated. <laughs> no, this is like if Ebenezer Scrooge yeah. uh, didn't learn the lesson to become a better person and was like, well, I guess just nobody gives a fuck about me. So I'm going to go to live somewhere else. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, which I, I was like, I'm glad Josie does not think that that's how you're supposed to treat elderly people. <laughs> yeah. So. Like, I don't know, old man. Maybe you should have fostered uh, uh, relationships in your life uh, <laughs> that wouldn't leave you when you get old. Uh, develop friendships, uh, family connections, if that's what you're into. Like, something. Yeah, it was real. I don't know why they started off with this story. <laughs> Um, but, but they did, and even Brian was like, mm, okay, he also was confused. And then we, uh, get to me. So that's not Mary, right? I always get confused. I don't know I who this, this know. lady is. yeah. But we get to see a grip of children this episode. Ooh. Between the recital and this scene, yeah. I was like, holy cow, there's so many kids. And then all, the, then all the kids are like, um, yeah, we aren't respected here, so we formed each union, and, uh, all right, <laughs> all right, uh, get out of father, just like, ah, get out, get, get out of here. Fucking yeah. upstarts. <laughs> he just keeps yelling bootstraps at them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so many small children, so many teens, weens, little children. Yeah. So we find out, I'm gonna say it's Mary, I don't remember, yeah. but anyway... <laughs> She tells the story of how she lost a child um, before she came down to the sewers. And um, this is her way of giving back, is to watch all of these children and to help raise them and to teach them and everything. And I guess, I guess be a teacher. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, we're going to get multiple stories. Yeah. Um, then we get Pascal. Which Claire says Pascal comes from a long line of pipe bangers, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Which we knew, I believe, already that he's been down there his whole life. So, yeah. um, And I think Pascal is where it's starting to really hit Brian. <laughs> um, and then we get the guy that wanted to kill Brian telling his story. Uh, I don't remember what his story was, but... I, I, they all started to kind of blend together. Oh, no. then we get Mouse. Yeah, and Mouse is just like, um, I, I'm Mouse and I get to be Mouse. <laughs> like, yeah. Huh? <laughs> oh, okay. Weird. <laughs> I Mouse around because I'm Mouse. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Ugh. Um, but he says that he go whenever he goes away, he knows that people miss him. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> nah. uh, and then we get um, the kid who uh, was in the foster care system. That's a sad story. Yeah. That is a sad story. How they would line up the kids. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but here he feels like everyone loves and cares for him. And he hasn't cried since, which was like the saddest ending. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, then we get Father's uh, story. Very, very high-level version right. of his story. Uh-huh. Um, and then who else after Father? All right, Father, you're going on a little long here. Oh, and then we get Vincent's story. I mean, it like, imagine you just, like, you wander into a place 
And then they were immediately like kidnap you, lock you in a room and like, all right, all right, all right. Listen, uh, we need to explain to you what we're doing here. It's like, I don't care. Just let me go. Like, no, 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 no. Um, we're going to take about four hours and tell, tell you each of our individual life fucking stories. Guys, I just wandered into a fucking sewer. Like, I, I, I'm not here for eight hours of fucking testimonials. Like, yes. <laughs> what, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to put my hands on like an e-meter or something? What is this? <laughs> yeah, it's, I, so I was. I'm trying to think of what the time frame is because we know he does not end up home until two in the morning. Yeah. So, and Catherine went to go see this concert and I would think it wasn't that late in the evening. I mean, it was yeah. definitely evening time, yeah. but maybe like eight would I, be at the latest. I mean, it's a children's yeah. concert. They're young children. Yeah. They need to go to bed. And they, well, they, they didn't tonight. They kept the kids up so they could tell this guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> How wonderful it is. Um, but yeah, so I was thinking maybe eight. That's six hours they kept him mm-hmm. in the sewer. That's a long time. Yeah. Uh, so Catherine goes to walk him out. Uh, she actually just walks him to like one part and she's like, all right, you're on your own. Bye. <laughs> I'm staying here. <laughs> and like, you uh, think Catherine at the very least could be like, um, I'm going to go make an excuse with his father since I live in, I know where his father lives. Just to explain yeah. what's going on, so... Something. <laughs> Anything. Let them call, let him call. Like, I don't even know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so they let him go, and he is just enamored with the people of of the sewer. And so he definitely will keep their secret forever, which I was like, this is, this is a lot to put on a 15-year-old. <laughs> I mean, also, it's not, like... I, I don't like they're like oh how could a kid of uh, not tell us really this what's the secret to tell I found a bunch of pe- weirdos living in the sewer <laughs> like I don't think anyone gives a fuck or would even believe him or care I I think believe him is probably the biggest thing for me I don't think people would believe him like yeah. even if his dad who's yelling at him like yeah I met a lion if he man said in the yeah sewer. I've been in a sewer for six hours with a lion man like I don't think his dad would believe no. him. Um, I, did you think when Vincent was, specifically when Vincent was talking to him, that he was going to try and make him become one of their helpers? I, I, I thought it was definitely on the table. Like, yeah, father's was, like, all right, you've seen us, so now here are, here are the rules for you. Yeah. Uh, sign this contract, you're required to help us. Yeah, I definitely thought that that's what was going to happen. Yeah. God, Catherine, your hair. Mm. Um, <laughs> just... Uh, so, you know, it's two in the morning, he gets home, um, his dad is pissed. Yeah. And I understand that, like, I'd be freaked out, like, I don't know, (laughs) but, I, I, (laughs) and I also like that his dad calls him on his shit, too, though. (laughs) Yeah. But, oh, and also, (laughs) I didn't really, I mean, we didn't really stress this, but the the reason he ran off to begin with was that he heard his father, like, on the phone with his mother being like, I don't want him here, like, this is supposed to be split custody, so you're gonna take him, because I don't want him here, like, deal with it. So, basically, neither of his parents wants him. Yeah. Like, if I had a lot of money, you know, I'd have to tell Josie, maybe... (laughs) Maybe you go live with your grandparents. <laughs> also, his father is works, right? his, his father's eighty five years old. That should also be stupid. <laughs> yeah, his his dad just can't handle it. Um, but yeah, so he's he's why is his dad still dressed in a suit? <laughs> like 
I think you'd get cozy by two in the morning. I mean, even if you're waiting for your kid. Just the fact that he's got the he's got the the tie on untied. Yeah. Like it's like just, just take that off. That's just a hassle at that point. Yeah. Um. And Brian says, you know, he's got some place to go if they don't want him. And the dad's like, oh, you've got nowhere to go. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> it's a a very typical TV teenager parent argument. So. Yeah. So watch pretty much any other show that has a teenager on it, and you've watched this scene. <laughs> so, um, we've got Catherine now, the next day, heading oh. to... Well, she's gonna head out to work, but there are... Also, she strained her hair back out. Yeah. Put um, on her murder gloves. Let's see. Claire says, okay, Catherine puts a steampunk dress on under the red coat when she heads out the morning of Brian's disappearance. She looks like she's going to a steampunk convention. She just needs some goggles and an airship. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, But she does notice, like, yes, there's all these police officers around. They're like, and then there's some random dude, I assume, who lives in the building, too. And Catherine's like, hey, uh, what's going on? And that guy's just, who's just standing around doing nothing, is like, there's a kid missing. And Catherine's like, fuck. So she just makes her way downstairs. I, uh, I don't know how this is all set up. Because, like, anyone can walk wherever. Like, you'd think if they're mm-hmm. trying to investigate something, it would be a little more closed off. But I guess not. Yeah. And the dad is down there, and they're just looking for their kid. And I don't know what makes them look in the tunnels. Uh, well, you see the, the you see his uh, two D and D friends are there, so uh, okay. I assume they told him that. Okay. Oh yeah, he took us to, to this weird uh, tunnel. Um, Catherine goes down, I guess, a different route, and goes and bangs on the pipe because she knows code <laughs> to mm. get in. And uh, Vincent comes out, and Catherine's like, "Hey, everyone, out of the tunnels now!" <laughs> Um, and Vincent even says they haven't even seen Brian, so they don't know what to do. But Brian is holed up in the, um, whispering whatevers. The whispering gallery. (laughs) Just crying. As we know that, uh, Vincent sometimes does, so. (laughs) So That's where he goes, so. So he's in, uh, Mouse finds him. His new best friend, Mouse. And he just says, yeah, he's like, my parents have rules. And Mouse is like, we have rules here, too. Uh, I, like a very deep conversation. <laughs> yeah, I, again, like, I, I feel like, I don't know if it's maybe just the thought, fa- the, the way they filmed this, the father just being so horrific. Um, like, because the way they're playing this scene is that, like, he ran away because, like, he's a kid and he doesn't want to have to follow rules because his dad was mean to him. Like, it was yeah. like it was a normal parenting situation and a kid's just, you know, being a kid. But, like, no, 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 no. This guy, this kid has, like, shitty, shitty parents that are yeah. actively saying they do not want him. Yeah. Like, but, but even the scene where he goes back where his dad is yelling at him for being out late... Um, and not knowing where he was at. They don't bring that up either, and there's no indication in that conversation either that there's any other problem besides the fact that his dad's concerned he was out at 2 a.m. Yeah. And where he was. So it was almost like they dropped that at the beginning of the episode, like, here's some shitty parents, and then they never, never bring it back up again. Because I'm like, this kid shouldn't... I was like, yeah, kid, move to the sewers. Like, you have shitty parents. Uh, get, Get out. Get out of there. Yeah, so he goes and he talks to Vincent, and um, 
And Vincent's like, hey, uh, you gotta get the fuck out because because of you, they're, they're gonna look in the tunnels. So. I love this because in the previous scene when they're all like giving him life stories, when it finally gets to Vincent, he tells him his life story. It's like, listen, uh, you're yes. always welcome yes. here. Uh, you'll always have friends here. Uh, we, you know, it's important you keep this secret, um, but you're always welcome here. He comes, like, <laughs> the next day um you are not welcome here please no. get the fuck out we need you to leave now it is bad yeah yeah that's i mean that's and that's pretty much what it is um so but vincent's like here's a token to remember us by a chess piece <laughs> so that whole i'm welcome here is definitely no longer an effect <laughs> yeah we need you gone now uh, we just said that before um but we are rescinding that offer uh by the way please do not tell anybody about us because then i will have to come up and kill you i am a lion so. um, uh, uh, just so you know i have killed many many people in the <laughs> last year alone uh, so, Claire has a last note on this, which was, Father will be pissed that Vincent gave a chess piece away. Oh. How will Father play chess again with the sewer orf- orphans now? Oh, Claire, like, there's only one chess board down there. <laughs> Seriously? He's probably got one chess board in every nook and cranny in the tiles. The, the dude that made the chess pieces, like, that was the gold fever guy, right? He's 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 back, right? Yeah. They, for, they forgave him, didn't they? Paracelsus? No, 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 no. Oh. The, no, the guy. Oh, the gold fever guy. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's back. Okay. I think. I, I just didn't remember if he died or what happened to that. I'm trying to, to think. Yeah, I'm trying to think because I he was injured at one point. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I, th- I think I think in the end, like, he tried to kill Mouse, failed. Um, yeah, which I'll never forgive him. No, he's <laughs> so close yet so far. Um, but then, yeah, then he was, yeah... Maybe I don't remember. Oh yeah, yeah, because he he decided to at the end to like throw the gold away with everybody else. Ugh, I think. Yes, that's I right. I don't remember. Um, so he can make new chess pieces. Ugh. Ugh. Um. So anyway, he's like, go back with your family and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and so he does. Um. And I guess all is forgiven. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Uh, Catherine is happy that he is back and not in, uh, the tunnel anymore. Yeah. Because they'll stop looking. Although I feel like they shouldn't, because if they already just see weird tunnel stuff while they're just looking this ah. short time, you'd think someone would be like, okay, we need to, like, do a full look-see around here. <laughs> or, or seal that thing up, like, so yeah. kids can't get lost. Yeah. Uh, so we've got Brian back playing with his friends, and, um, I do think... These pieces are ridiculous. But I do think it's so funny because, like, out of nowhere, he brings this little knight out, which is the one that Vincent gave him and called him uh, Prince Vincent or something like that. And all of his friends are like, who the fuck is that character? <laughs> like, uh, and, yeah, he was always there. I just didn't tell you guys about it. I forgot. Yeah, and then, which was, yeah, I forgot to tell you. What? You guys have been playing this game forever. <laughs> and the friends are like, eh, eh, this game is boring anyway. And then we get the uh, last scene with Catherine saying the line so bizarrely. It is it is one for the books. I I didn't know what happened. No, it's like they it's like they did ADR like for every other word. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird. Like, what is the actual line? Do you have the a- line? Is some secrets give us strength? Some secrets give us strength. Yeah. 
That was better than the way it was. Yeah. I was it, it was some secrets give us strength. <laughs> it, was like, it was every other word was higher. I was like, what is this? Some what? secrets give us strength. Yeah, oh. you're still, yeah, it's, it's, it's. No. Yeah, I, yeah you can't. You can't. It's I can't, very bad. Can't. We can't. It, it was so weird. It really threw me off. I was like, what? I'm I'm glad that I was not the only one to hear it that way. <laughs> no, no, I was. Yeah, I was. Yeah, truly one for the books. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, this moment at the end where they just stared into each other's eyes forever before walking off. I was like, just fucking kiss, my god. I I don't know why. I they have had to. They've had plenty of time to figure out um makeup stuff by now. No. There's just no. There's no reason. And it bothers me now. Now yeah. it bothers me. It is. It's so. ridiculous. All right. So that was the episode, Labyrinths. Uh, let's go ahead and do a best dress, worst dress. Oh, Let me boy. see what Claire's got here. Um, she says for best dress, Catherine steampunk coat outfit before she puts on the red coat. And the worst dressed was Vincent's inside out fleece outfit towards the end. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, I would say, I don't know about, I, I think Catherine, even with that red coat, I like that red coat. I love the red coat. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say with the red coat. Yeah. Uh, is best dressed. And I'm going to say Catherine's other outfit is worst dressed. Oh, yeah. Hall of, Hall of Fame worst dressed. <laughs> I don't even know what this, Vin- I couldn't even concentrate on Vincent. <laughs> no. So... Claire, yes, we, we agreed with you, kind of, sort of, on best yeah. dress. Uh, worst dress, no way, Jose. Okay, who won and who lost? Uh, let's see what Claire says. Claire says, for winners, Brian, because he gets access to a secret place whenever he wants. No, he doesn't. Uh, he, he absolutely no. does not. Yeah, and she says, loser, me, because I don't get to record. Also, father, because Vincent gave one of his chess pieces away and he has to listen to boring children's recitals. (laughs) Um, Who, who, listen, who won and who lost? Uh, The Children's Union. Yes, yes. (laughs) They won and they lost. Yeah, which is off, which is often the the case with uh, organized labor. Um, very sad in all worlds. Um, yeah, we have to support well, our unions, um, and they often they often, uh, while making small advances, uh, do do also lose at times. Except police unions, they can. Oh yeah, break no, police unions are not unions. Fuck off. Those are crime syndicates, <laughs> and those motherfuckers can all rot. Yes. Yeah. I just want to make that clear because they yes. do call themselves a union. That's so very true. just making. That's, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> And, um, okay, so, (laughs) um, yeah, I, I definitely agree the Children's Union won. I mean, the fact that they got the performance, and I won't say that they lost, because at the end of the day, they still got to perform, and they got to perform for people who actually care about them. And yeah, some of these assholes walked away, but who cares about them? They didn't care anyway. So, um, and as far as losing i mean i kind of think brian like now he knows there's a place he supposedly could go whenever but now is not allowed to go and he has shitty parents yeah brian has a a shitty abusive home life um and for a second he found a different world where people loved and accepted each other and he was immediately told he wasn't welcome there (laughs) 
I mean, I guess, Brian, oh, you're just learning Brian, the harsh uh, realities of, of real life. Listen, we need to sit you down for about uh, five to six hours and explain to you um, how important our world to us is and, and how it's the only place where we feel wanted and accepted. Also, you're welcome to come here anytime. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Get the fuck out. Stay out. <laughs> don't come back. Here's a chess piece. <laughs> Here's a chess piece as a, as a like, consolation prize. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't give these uh, to everybody. Uh, it's very special. Just please don't come back. You're not wanted here either. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, poor Douglas Pembroke. Yeah, yeah I, I think Brian lost and the children won. Yeah. Children's Union. Yay. Yay for the Children's Union. Oh, wow. What a <laughs> boring ass episode. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but we made we made the most out of it, I think. Definitely. So. <laughs> and Claire, let's hope um, that, you know, if you're safer in the sewer, I understand. I feel you. And you can stay there if you need to. But maybe when we record, get out of the sewer so we, mm-hmm. <laughs> your audio will work. <laughs> um, and you're not on a 30-second delay. Uh, so. Seriously. <laughs> What's... <laughs> Real weird, guys. Real weird when someone's delayed for so long. <laughs> All right. Well, that is this week's episode. Brad, do you have? Do you happen to have up next episode? Um. Well, of course I do. I'm always prepared. Uh, you know, it's very important to me when we do the podcast that um, I'm you know well prepared and all the information I need is is easily at hand, so I can share it with our listeners. That um, obviously I care so much about, and I really want to be prepared. Just not only for myself, but I I think it's a, a point of professionalism uh, to be ready and prepared to talk about the next episode, which we all know is season two. Uh, the episode is Brothers. Um, oh! Oh! Here we go. Oh. Devon rescues a man who has elephant man syndrome <gasps> from a cruel <laughs> circus man. No! No! The the owner leaves the poor man locked in a cage like an animal. <gasps> Devon then brings him below, where he knows that he will be safe. <gasps> this sounds good. What? Also, it's a uh, George R. Make believe. Oh my gosh. All IMDb says is Vincent's brother, Devin, returns with Charles, a hideously deformed man seeking sanctuary. (laughs) Judgy. I know. Guys, I didn't write that. Just we all know. (laughs) Just reading what's on IMDb. (laughs) Wow. Oh, manzies. Oh, I'm so excited. Um... Oh, and in case Claire is wondering, there is some trivia on IMTB for next week's episode, so I know. Uh, all right, guys, that's it then for this week, and uh, we will talk to you again soon. Rawr. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via sewerlion at reactionary-sass.com on facebook.com slash groups slash sassy sewer lion or on twitter at sewer lion call the sass line 321-710-4947 our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com
it's a babe. Babe with the power. Power of voodoo. Remind me of the babe. I saw my babe.